0: nothing the podcast about nada the podcast about jack shit the podcast about diddly squat i hope you all are well and yeah that's all i care like about hope you're good you know um that you're looking after yourself. this weather is ridiculous and i don't have the energy for it so Lord forgive us. Anyway, um, if you haven't figured out, these these podcasts are gonna be biweekly now because I am busy. <laughs> and yeah, no, I always said that this podcast was just like a personal diary, and this is like this is like my side blog. Like I have an actual blog where I write out things that mean things and that people care about other topical, and this is literally just me chatting. So you guys kind of like get to know how I'm doing, get to know my creative process, get to know me a little bit, all that jazz. So yeah, um, they're bi-weekly now. So this episode is coming out on the 24th of February. And so the week after, which I want to say is the 2nd of March, please forgive me if it's not. Um, sometime... Oh my god, it's the 2nd of March. Ooh, I know dates. But um, yeah. It won't, there won't be an episode on the 2nd of March, it'll be the week after, which will be the 9th. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. Um, oh, I also wanted to add that uh, I want to talk to you all guys a bit more. And if you would like to chat shit with me, um, either on the internet, doesn't matter where you are in the world, because I can just use an app and just talk to you. You know, I've had my episode with Sydney, I had my episode with Shah we could do it again, you know? Um So yeah, we're definitely uh, if you wanna be on the podcast and you just wanna chat shit chat to me, you know? You could email me at the only podcast about nothing at gmail And yeah. Let's get into this. Um so yeah let's get into our event section because I've actually had a weird week. A good week but a weird week. Yeah. So, my week, um, it's half term, if you don't know, like I said, I'm a teacher, it's half term, so I got the week off, like, I needed this week off, like, I've just eaten my weight with food, I have relaxed, finally, because I find it very hard to relax, I feel a bit refreshed, which is new, like, I actually feel awake, um, so that's nice, that's really nice, um, I'm on a holiday, went to Bournemouth, that was fun. Um, it was like, because I don't go on the holidays with other people, I don't really like to. I, I like meeting people there, in a weird, I like having my own space, I don't like staying in other rooms with people, I don't like uh, doing everything together, I'm very much like a solo traveller, because I just, I like, I go to holiday to relax, and when I mean relax, I mean I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to make you friends. I don't want to do none of that shit. I want to be by myself and just read a book or watch a TV series or go and see a movie or whatever. Like, I am that person. Unless maybe people going out-out, like if we're going to a club. But I've actually never done that, so I don't know. But even if I were to travel with a group of friends, I would, like, preface it by saying, hey, by the way, we're not going to be together the whole time. <laughs> like... This is not what, this is not what we're gonna do, you know? Um so yeah, I went to Borba for myself. It was again the best slash worst holiday ever. Um it was worth it. Worth the money. I spent a lot of money, um, because I've been saving up for it for a while, but it was worth the money that I spent. Um I there was this I was I've been feeling lacklustre, if you haven't guessed, um, from this podcast. Um, I've been feeling a bit lacklustre creatively because I've been not talking about my creativeness um, for a while. Like, I've not written as much as I would want to. I've written bits and bobs, but I've not, like, completed songs. Like, I've just been in a bit of a blank space. Um, And that's not... It's not like... I mean, I've always... I've had, like, moments where I've been, like, I can't really think. But... I've never been at a point where I'm just, like, I don't even know where to start. I usually start off somewhere that I'm like, oh, I don't know where to go with it. So, that's quite natural. But I've never got to a place where, like, I don't know where to start. Like, I don't know where to write. I don't know how to write. Um, And this I think what it was, and maybe I should listen to my body more, is that I needed a break. I needed some time alone. I needed some time away. Um... Yeah, I needed a break. I needed to just be by myself for a bit. And I think that in itself was, like, it was refreshing. Um, I got my creative mojo back. Like, actually, there's been something I've wanted to record for ages. And in a weird way, I wanted to really think it through. Like, I wanted to think everything through. Because of cover, basically, I want to record. It's a video. Um, But I was like, how am I going to make this stand out and not just be me in my room recording a song? you know, in my, like, with, like, the lamp on or whatever, looking pretty, Um, but that's no shade, I'm just, this is just me, um, I was like, how am I gonna do something a bit different, um, and I figured it out, like, it literally took me going away to Bournemouth, and I was like, oh, this is what I need to do, this is what I need to do, oh, I see, like, you know, that was, um, that was it, yeah, so... That's nice. Um, it was just creatively and in other ways. I just got my mojo back. I just... That feeling of, like, I feel refreshed. I feel good. You know, all that jazz. So, yeah. And like I said, I'm more awake. I don't feel tired. Like, even if I'm tired, I'm going to bed, but I wake up and I'm like, I'm awake. Um, so maybe that's me getting used to full-time working, getting used to the schedule, all that shit. I don't know. But I feel good. Um, but... Boy, was it! I said it was the best slash worst holiday ever because the bad parts were bad, like yikes. Just everybody around me just wanted to just fuck with me this holiday, like I literally set off on time, on time. I would say, at I think it was seven. The coach was at eight o'clock. I set off at seven, and it only takes me half an hour to get to Victoria. So I was like, let me get there early, get some breakfast boogie on to the like to the right bus stop, and I am just gonna make sure I get my seat, get my plug, and all will be well. You know, I get there for about, oh, excuse me, quarter to seven, quarter to eight. Sorry, quarter to, not quarter to seven, quarter to eight, um, seven forty five, and I'm there waiting. I've got this bag I packed it was so heavy. never, Like always, pack the day before. Not the day before like a, a bit earlier than the day before because I just packed everything I was out, fuck it and like oh my god it was just so heavy for no reason but I didn't like I was only going away for, for like two or three days um but yeah I packed my bag it's heavy so I was like oh fuck it, I'll sit down and then it gets eight o'clock I was like all right you should on the bus by now so where is it um and then this, lady, this guy comes and he was just like yeah uh sorry guys the uh, bus is having a few problems but it'll be on like 10 15 minutes i was like oh 10 15 minutes what? you know i don't give a shit because like the check-in time uh i asked for was a bit earlier so i was like all right cool whatever so 10 15 minutes has gone past now and the bus that was supposed to be on just leaves and we're like hmm <laughs> that's not good and it turns out the bus, something to do with the oil, the bus needs to refill its oil or some shit, um, so like, yeah, we had to wait like 45 minutes for another bus to come, but it was weird, because it was almost like, they said just be back here by um, 9 o'clock-ish, and you'll, you'll head off, but it was weird, because where the, if you know Victoria Coast Station, if I were to say go back to the station there'd be no point because by the time I'd get that I'd have to come back anyway so I was just sitting just talking to my mum for a bit um I was sort sorting it out an issue with the bank so that gave me time to do that because my account disappeared and it just completely sh- that shut down I was like what the fuck um you know all that's that shit happened um and yeah no it was again it was all very weird it was all very strange um yeah, it was all very weird, it was all very strange. Uh, and then we got onto the bus finally, and yeah, smooth ride. Someone gave me this girl next to me who's going to Bournemouth uh, University gave me a hot cross bun. That was very sweet of her, even though the hot cross bun was very disgusting, but I needed it, so thank you, sis. Um, yeah, then they got to the hotel. I, had to, I walked there like an idiot. <laughs> because it's not close to where the station is but I got like a bus halfway there then I walked the rest of the way I was like I should have got the bus the whole way because it was a long like, walk um got to the hotel and then you know asked for hey a new struggle over here to check in I don't really know what they say at these places but I was like all right cool go to check in and there was no record of me staying there at first and then at the same time she was like oh wait you're supposed to come yesterday I was like no the fuck I wasn't I mean I never did but I double check things i know what dates are right like I'm a teacher i have to know things now i have to know what day of the week it is and i know what day it is and i know it was today and she said like, i can print it out for you i was like no i could i can show you my receipts this and i said do you know when you start you start getting angry you're like nah fam nah fam it's about, it's about to go down I'm about to fight you um yeah that was it was about to happen it was about to go down um, but it did not. She she was oh no, we've made a mistake. It's okay. We tried to call you, but you know it's all right. It's all good. Um, which she didn't try to call me. Because I didn't get any missed calls, but whatever. Um, so I go up to my room. I was like, oh, I'm so tired of this. I literally was just like tapping the the, the little fob thing, and it didn't work. So I was like, great. Walked all the way back downstairs. I'm on the top floor, of course. And it's like, hey, um, my key fob does not work. And she was like, well, it should do. And I'm like, well, it doesn't. <laughs> um, so she, she did the little thing on her laptop. was like, oh, it doesn't work. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so she took about like a good five minutes for it to work. Then it worked. She was like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, blah, 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 my mistake. I was like, okay. <laughs> I wasn't in the mood, because I've been up since, like, six in the morning, ready to, pack, like, ready to get off. And it, it now when I got to the hotel, it was definitely, it's like, 2 p.m., if that. And, like, I wanted to make sure I relaxed for the holidays, so I said to myself, as soon as I got to the hotel, I'm going to chill, there's going to be very minimal work going on, I'm going to, like, not do anything. But, um, yeah, no, when I got to the hotel, like before that I was doing work, so it wasn't like I relaxed on this journey, um, and yeah, woo, 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 woo. and then, like, other things happened, like, there was a very, very, very aggressive, um, uh, movie worker at the ODM, my god, she had, she, she had a bad day, my sister had a bad day, because, I went to see Parasite. This is a long story short because it's not even that interesting. Went to see Parasite. It's an okay film. Um, walked out. Realized I've got a bag in there. I was literally shattered over. I was like, "Hey, um, I'm not. I don't have a ticket. Well, I had a ticket. I just, I just want to get my, I want to get my bag. So give me a second And then she was like running after me as if like I was going to jump into the cinema, like to a screen that there was no film showing, mind you. And I already told her. I was like, "I'm. I'm just gonna get my bag." And then she was like what are you doing? I'm like, I just told you I'm going to get my bag. And she's like, why are you shouting? I'm like, because we're at the end, other end of the fucking corridor. <laughs> like, what the, oh my god. And then the people in there were just like, oh yeah, here's your bag. I was like, thanks. And I was like, what, what was the need? And she's like, I'm just trying to do my job. I was like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> my god. White woman, man. Get it together. But on the way back, all the way back from Bournemouth. I had a lovely time. I got like to like my mojo back. It's all good. Um, I'm in a good mood, I'm in good spirits. The bus came on time, like on the dot at one p.m. I was like, we love to see it. And then we've we've gone to this other place called Ringwood, I think, or some shit. And then we're on the way home, on the M twenty seven, I was like, oh, we love it. We love to see it. And then I'm about to doze off because I am tired at this point, a bit hungover, and I just looked to my right. And I see smoke. <laughs> just a lot of smoke. And at first, you know, like, I don't know what I thought. But I just looked to my right. I was like, there's smoke coming out of the side of the bus. That is not good. <laughs> and I think everyone collectively thought that on the bus. And we had to stop on the side of the road. It had to be on the bend, of course, of all places. And we all had to evacuate the bus. And then it took another hour for another bus to come. And we had like two hours of a journey left. And mind you, I made sure that I got an earlier-ish bus, like 1pm, so that we could kind of miss all the rush hour traffic. Obviously, as soon as we got to the other bus, rush hour traffic was about to start. So I didn't, we didn't actually touch base in London for, till about, I want to say, 6pm. I didn't get home till half 7. Ooh... National Express OB money. And I was the thing, it was National Express. They're like the most reputable company. Like, I usually get Megabus because it's cheap. And if something were to happen to Megabus, I'm like, oh, fuck, Megabus, whatever. It was three quid. What are you going to do? But I spent like a good 30, 40 quid on these tickets. And I was like, you have got to be kidding me. You have got to be kidding me. Like, I could have just. I should have just got the train, but the train—I'm pretty sure was like a hundred and something pounds. But bloody hell, bloody hell, that was that was a journey. That was a journey, and like there was this one guy on the bus who was from one trying to get my attention. Which men, please don't do that because I will fight you. Like there is no need to try and get my attention. Like when I'm just, we're all pissed off and half asleep so please don't do that again um but he just was trying to be like the funny guy on the bus he was like oh my god yeah, whatever and I was just like my gee house not the time to be cracking jokes like we don't care I do not I should have got the train I should have got the train <laughs> <laughs> there's not much price difference sorry I was, I was just checking um uh the amount how how long it would have taken how much it would have cost, Sorry, To get the train. Oh, uh, actually. Oh, wait. Wrong place of buses. So, I wouldn't, wouldn't it wouldn't have even worked? Well, fuck. Anyway, that was literally my... Uh, that was literally my... Um, holiday. Uh, it wasn't fun. It wasn't great. But, you know what? It was worth it. I did what I needed to do. And I'm happy about that. Um and yes yeah, so now when we get into the actual maybe the episode um i want to talk about jealousy and just jealousy overall because it's a weird topic and i think it's a topic that I, people talk about because it's always like on twitter like oh yeah you know don't be jealous of other people's journeys, focus on your own and stuff like that. And I think it's very surface level When I kind of want to deep into it just a little bit, not too much because I need the toilet. Um, so yeah, we're just going to jump into it a little bit. Just going to script service a and go into maybe like the first layer of the cake. And yeah, I'll see you in a second. Right, I'm back. And I would just like to preference this by saying a couple of things. One, this conversation, like I just said, it's going to be quite short. Um it's not because I don't have a lot to say, I have a lot to say. Um but uh I think this is it's basically it's basically like a hard topic to talk about. I don't think it's a one size fits all kind of topic with jealousy. Um I am gonna dip into why that is. Um So yeah, I don't think I have a lot to say, but I don't have a lot to say for everybody if that makes any sense, so that's like the serious side of it, also I have some washing on, and I need to get some washing done, because I'm going away for passion tomorrow, if you didn't submit your stuff, then you're a bit too late, but it doesn't matter, it's all good, you can still submit your things to passion in, a, in another way, shape, or form, um, yes, uh, so there's that aspect of it, and I get my washing done, um, and also, I am teaching later, and I need to go and teach this girl, Um, and I've got other things to do, (laughs) like, so basically we are on a, I'm going to give myself 20, uh, 20, half an hour, I'm going to say half an hour, I'm going to give myself half an hour-ish, um, maybe 40 minutes if I'm feeling cute, but most likely half an hour, also I'm going to, like, my washing, according to my my time is going to be done in 10 minutes, so... I'm going to make this as seamless as possible. But if there's an obvious jump, face your friend. (laughs) I am an adult and I have things to do. So, yeah. And also my roommates are... My roommate... My neighbours... Someone's up and making noise that I don't really appreciate. But it is 12pm, so I guess they can legally make noise. Um, So, yes. Jealousy. Jealousy, jealousy, jealousy. Jealousy. and, yeah, I keep on adding preferences, like, I think I'm scared to start this conversation, but it's, like, it is a talking point, it's, you know, people talk about it and all that kind of stuff, um, and it is something, I don't even say it's demonised, because that's not the right word to use, it's not demonised at all. I, th- again, I just don't think it's a one-size-fits-all thing because, I mean, there's one uh, piece, I think, is by Ronke. If you don't know her, please check her out. She, Like, especially as a musician, like the way that she'll just give you little gems of advice especially on Twitter and you just kind of realise, oh, my God, I've been going wrong here. Amazing person to follow. Amazing person to follow. She says something like, like, you may be jealous, uh, especially from a business point of view, of someone else's progress, but what are you actually doing to get to the point that the other person's doing? Like, are you putting in the same work and all that kind of stuff? And I actually agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, you know, like, it, I do think that, like, especially, you know, I chat about... um you know, oh, will be working-class musician is hard... because you don't have a lot of resources... but I, I do say to myself... actually, you could be doing a little bit more... like, as much as you are tired or whatever... I think I could focus more on just trying to create a bit more... even if it is not up to a certain standard... but um, just trying to create... just to help me feel good about the whole thing... even if it's just, like, so shit, it's a little ditty or whatever... You know, I feel like that's a good piece of advice to have. And especially because I'm writing this piece as well on working class musicians. I do feel like, excuse me, I do feel like um, I'm scared of that being a comment uh, of like, you're just jealous of other people's progress. Like, look at your profile. What have you done kind of thing? Um, and I will counter that argument by saying that. Um, And it goes back to my point I say quite a lot, it's resources, you know, I think a lot of people kind of forget, like, you might not be in the same place because this person has more resources than you, and actually, for me personally, that has actually calmed me down, Uh, because I remember I used to talk to my friend, uh, Lavs about it, um, and I would always say to her, like, oh, like, this person's just releasing music all the time and I just can't get there. And she's like, don't even don't even look at that. Look at your own journey. And she's so, like, I think... It took, me a, it took me years. Especially when you're in a music uni. Like, it took me years to figure that out. But, yeah, you know, there are so many different aspects, like, socially, culturally, economic, all those kind of capital. Read sociology books, kids. <laughs> um, you know, even if, like someone may have the same amount of money as you, their location might be better than yours, if you know what I mean. Like, they might just be in a bare area where there are people that can help out. Or they might have more social capital, like, they've been well-known for a bit longer and maybe that's where you need to get to. Or maybe it's just harder for you because you're not well-known or you're outside of London, which I was for a long time. Um are outside of these social hotspots and things. Like, there are circumstances to um the reasons why you're not in the same place as somebody else or not in the same you have the same access as somebody else. And yeah, like me learning actually as much as you're trying, you're doing things online or whatever, you you've got to find a different way. Look at your own journey and see what you can do. It's definitely um it's just not saying that is wrong, wrong. I think it's just like I, at a point point b you know to be to, to say the least um yeah just look at your journey and be like all right cool. boom uh what can i do to even just satisfy myself i think and i've done that with one this podcast actually because it's literally just a very simple setup in my room it is like i was about to say to say a Nars song there, like one mic, but I don't know the song, so it would have been pointless. But <laughs> that was stupid. Anyway, I have one mic, one interface, one laptop, one hard drive. Boom, and I just record my podcast. And it made me feel like I. It makes me feel like I'm doing something. It may not be doing a lot because I have like forty followers, um, on my uh, all my pages. But fuck, it, I'm doing something. You know, I'm doing something, and. That's all that matters to me. Um, it's a personal thing. And it makes me feel good. It just makes me feel good. So, like, the kind of jealousy spark kind of doesn't really resonate with me. And also, um, I've come the terms of my social positioning uh, in life. And I think I'm just kind of trying to figure a way around it. Um, can I be anti that? You know, anti whatever? Who knows? But you know, it still does come to me, as about like, I am renewed, or whatever, and that could have been the end of this podcast, but, like, jealousy is so normal, and I think because the world is unfair, you know, and not to get into that conversation hugely, but we know this, we know capitalism is a bitch, we know people who are higher classes than us have more resources and get more access to certain spaces and stuff, we know this, and... I think, I think for me at the moment, what's frustrating is I don't have a lot of time. And I've said this a billion times on this podcast, I'm going to say it again, I'm limited on time. All this, every, every second it's just something else. Like, the beauty of this week, um, of me being able to relax, is that it's been like a full week of like, I don't get to do jack shit this week, it's cool, it's fine. Um, but I think what's, I guess I, I have to work a full-time job on the side of what I do and a lot of people have had to do that but I just didn't realise that was going to be my reality like I thought I could because I'm still freelancing but it's like a freelancer on a contract if that makes any sense um uh, a contractor per se <laughs> now um and I didn't realise that this would be my reality you know so soon I didn't realise that like I would have less time like I thought I could still do the things I was doing before but I cannot I literally do not have time to do anything, you know, um, and yeah, it was shit, it was, it sucked, it sucked balls, but I had to do it, I had to do it, I had to just, you know, um, I have to stick it out, and that's, that's kind of it, and like, and I, and I think I'm aware that, um, you know, I, I'm aware that I, of where I am, um, I'm aware of my like what. I'm aware that this is just the circumstances that I'm in, and this is how the music industry is. It's gonna get a lot harder with Brexit. Um, if you don't know what's going on, uh, you're gonna now need, you're gonna now need to have a couple of grand to to travel, uh, to to perform, and yeah, I'm fucked. <laughs> people like us are fucked, you know. Um. So yeah, but I still get jealous, especially like when I see other people. Being able to just take days off. Like, I'm just going to read a book all day. I can't do that. You know, like, I work six-ish days a week, coming up to seven, depending on the time. And people could argue, well, work smarter and da 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 But it's not that... Again, it's not that easy. I think I don't like it when... um, uh, Yeah, I don't like it when people try and trivialise it and be like, I'll just do this or work smarter or work harder or whatever. You know I don't like it when people do that. It, it I feel like it um it simplifies actually the complexities of the situation that I'm in, um, and yeah like I just I just or when people see people just like I can spend the whole day in a studio, again I can't do that like I can maybe spend a night if that, but then I've got to get ready for the next day, so maybe like two hours and yeah it's. I do get jealous of things like that because as much as people will go, like, yeah, but if you do two hours every day and da, 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 it's just I don't know. I just think people really simplify this conversation and it does actually make me a bit angry because, you know, say if I were to ever gain some traction on my music, if I were to speak about it, people would use it as like a success story. Like, yeah, but, you know, you made it and you spent your two hours a day and da, 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 look where you are. And I'm like it that shouldn't have to be the case though, I think it's my point, it shouldn't have to be the case where I'm having to work essentially two to three jobs just to be noticed, you know, but I will say that the positive side of that is that that anger that I have, that frustration, it means I'm passionate about what I do, you know, it means that I like what I do, you know, and I think that in itself um it gives me reassurance because if I was just like, oh fuck I'll just work this job for six months and then come back to it it obviously means that I didn't really care about what like the thing that I was passionate about you know or supposedly passionate about um if I'm actually no I really want to work it and I'm trying to find ways around it and I'm, you know getting annoyed and, and jealous of I mean like I said it's I deal with it in a healthy way but it, I'm kind of glad that I have these feelings because it means I want it. Um, again, you could argue, why should I even have to have these feelings in the first place? But that's a whole abolishment conversation that we'll have another day. <laughs> um, and yeah, because like ultimately, I just want to l- be able to live with doing music, you know? That, that's the goal for a lot of musicians. So uh, I, I can, I'm can. So I'm glad that I have this hunger. I'm glad I have this kind of... Feeling of um, not despair is not the right word, but you know I have this feeling of I want to do more. Um, so yeah, there's that aspect of it, uh, but I do think that there is a a lane where it could be even more unhealthy, and we actually see it more often than not but I think it's because we're scared to call it jealousy because then people will be like I'm not jealous you, you know and they try and gaslight like you or whatever but I think there are a lot of situations with musicians influencers people in our everyday lives all that kind of jazz where I think jealousy gets their best of them and then they start doing really harmful things really harmful things and like I always say that with jealousy, if you could just handle it well, then sure, fuck it, why not, um, but, yeah, there's a, there's like a, there's a fine line, where jealousy becomes, oh yeah, you know, fuck it, why not, so actually, "Mm, mm," you know, like, you're taking it too far there, and again, when you have resources to, uh, basically turn that jealousy into commodification and you start exploiting people because you're jealous that's when it's like (laughs) like that's when things get very iffy alright so yeah this is where the conversation goes downhill so yeah hemo black thought uh otherwise known as Isaiah um if you don't know, you don't really follow Twitter or Black Twitter or whatever. I'm gonna do a very two second overview. So, email Black thought uh, was a person called Isaiah who, or Isaiah, Isaiah, excuse me, um, who basically wanted to capitalize and I guess manipulate um, Black uh, queer. Uh, woman slash female twitter um and how did how did this person do that essentially they um lied about the identity um saying that they too were a black queer female woman sorry um but they were not um and yeah and they did it it was interesting because i was watching someone called for harriet which if you don't know her Please go to for Harriet. It is a like a YouTuber slash blogger slash content creator. Overall, it's amazing. Um, And she said that she's uh, this Isaiah person wanted to cater to the black queer female gaze, and because they wanted to capitalize on them, Um, and like I said, generate social and at times economic capital, because Isaiah did a. a a come out piece, like, hello, I'm Emo Black Thought and I am not not a woman, (laughs) which everyone was like, hmm, that's a thing, (laughs) you know, and they did it through Paper Magazine, which is is questionable, because you obviously got paid to do that, to say that you manipulated people, to say that you wanted to gain this certain type of capital, Um, and yeah, it was unfair on everybody who... Entrusted, um, obviously them with like their secrets or whatever. It was unfair uh, because you know email black thought otherwise known as Isaiah um got money from people like would be like hey here's my PayPal I'm struggling a little bit you know there's no case to say were they struggling or not I don't know but. When you lie about your identity like that, is it worth it all? You know, but... You know, it was it's like a horrible situation. And I bring them up because they've reactivated their account. Hmm. We'll see how this unfolds. And this was very recently. This was literally yesterday, which was Friday, so the 21st. Whew, okay. So, like... I, I don't know. I don't know if they're going for a rebrand. I don't know if they're going for, like, a... I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. But what, how does Genesis come into that? I thought you thought it. had you fooled. Um, it's because, they you know, Isaiah wanted to be part of the cool black girl clique. The cool, cool black girl slash non-binary clique, you know? Like, there is... Uh, ironically as much as we're one of the most disfranchised people especially when you add on that you're queer or if you're trans or whatever you know um, you know we're cool people (laughs) like we're jeez and it's so natural and flawless and we just do it we just do it and like you know people get jealous of that and this i want to say average this Middle-class person was like, I want to be part of that. I want to, you know, be part of that clique. And just line about their identity and did what they had to do. And that was dash jealousy, you know? Like, if that person could have just worked through, you know, what was happening or what why they felt left out or why they felt upset about certain things, then we wouldn't have this issue. But now we do. Because... Yeah, because now look at what's happened. You know this whole I want to be part of this black girl cool thing. It's kind of it backfired to because nobody was impressed, um, and like it upset a lot of people, uh, because they were like, "Hang on, I I thought you're a black girl, or I thought you I thought you were who you said you were, you know." Um, and it, it was a really weird tab of the internet because uh, a lot of people, when they're asking for money online or asking for help or financial help, you know, again, it tends to be trans women, it tends to be queer people, it tends to be people in, again, very disenfranchised situations. Is that the right word? I think so. Um, uh, you know, and then it kind of, there was a conversation about, like, well, How do you trust people with your money? And how do you validate... What's going on, I guess? I don't know. It just... It kind of brought up a lot of emotions. But... And I thought the whole thing... Horrible thing was... Is that it all stemmed from... This person was jealous of... The way black girls... Operate. You know? And... I don't want to say we're the coolest group in the world... But we are one of... The coolest group. We are the most, like... Copied people of the world it's just a fact and if you'd like to argue with me let's go on to someone which is this is going to be controversial your favorite Billie Eilish Miss Billie Eilish um you know all right music cool girl I guess black girl cool <laughs> that's literally it Ariana Grande that there, there was a whole debacle about that Miley Cyrus, the girl that's not started at all, but she she went there, you know? And actually, there are so, like... If we go for this... Hold on for a second. There's a lot of white women in the industry, a lot of people that I know, actually, who try to emulate black girl cool. You know, this kind of, yeah, I got my weave done that kind of thing or yes I got my nails did, or kind of that kind of vernacular or whatever well yes I'm feeling fleeky today and y- you could argue that it's black queer girls but conversation for another day trans girls as well but a conversation for another day but let's just use the overall umbrella of black girls you know who you are um there is a, there is a lot of white musicians who and I'm, I'm gonna be rude here <laughs> there's a lot of white musicians that try and emulate black girl cool when they don't have a lot of other things to bank on like Billie Eilish she is cool I do like Billie Eilish's music but her because she's kind of going for that I'm not gonna be the pretty girl I'm gonna be the girl that's dark and mysterious I'm gonna chat shit about whatever cool you do you sis Lara it before you, now you're here, good for you. I'm the dark girl, I'm the mysterious girl. Cool! I'm not going to argue about that. But I think the look, like her kind of copying... Um, if you don't know, Billie Eilish is a... I shouldn't have really interest, talked about that, I just assumed that everybody knew who she was. Billie Eilish is kind of like a, a new pop star on the rise. Uh, she's white, um, she dresses a lot of baggy clothes because she's like, I don't want people to... um. I did not want people to kind of like sexualise me. Well, I don't want to be sexualised. Da, 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 da Again, good for you. <laughs> I'm I'm I I. It sounds horrible. I don't care. Cool, go go for it, sis. I I, I don't blame you because the industry a pile of shit. However, when you start, like yanking stars for black girls like Aaliyah or just hip hop in general, but maybe black girls, the big hoop earrings, the long nails, the and like everyone's like, Yes, this long nails, this green hair, yes. And I'm like, that's great, cool. But this this is just black girl cool. This is just you basically taking the black girls out of black girl cool. And you could say Ariana had her phase with it, you know? And again, it's, it's when, like... Because if I really want to dip into it... I didn't, I didn't expect this conversation to go where it, where it's going, but it is. Um, like, Billie Eilish's sound is quite... I wouldn't say it's unique-unique, but it's different to what's out now. It's not as bubblegum. It's bubblegum-ish. I don't think it's as dark as people saying it is. But it's not as bubblegum as, like, your bubblegum pop girl like Jimmy Leeper, who I stand. But that's beside the point. This is just this is not a Jimmy Leeper conversation. Um... <laughs> Um this is a big Irish conversation and I think when someone is so young, um and it's not so people before, but when someone's so young and they're trying to be protective and keep their quote unquote innocence, um, and they're trying to like, I don't know, um not cater to the mainstream per se, all right, um, how do you kind of make their look interesting? that people notice you and that gives you access to spaces because let's be real here that's what it is it gives her access to certain spaces and black spaces in particular let's be real here um how do you get access to those spaces and to these platforms when you've got a couple of look that is not the hegemony that's not the mainstream a lot of the time people dip into black girls they dip into our culture our vernacular our just aesthetic overall you know and it's it's disheartening because I mean I wouldn't say it but if you just said that or if you were just a bit more open to having black girls on your platform or you take black girls up with you maybe we wouldn't have as much of a problem with it (laughs) you know um which again a conversation for another day but it's the fact that you took all this vernacular you took all of this and uh, you know you kind of want to be blackish, you know and some people tan a bit darker blackfish and if you don't know it look it up. I'm not here to explain it because I'm gonna go <laughs> um, you know there's a lot of uh, black girl cool, Going around in the industry, but it's not by black girls, and it's very minuscule things. Because if you know Billie Eilish came out with just brains, people would be like, What the fuck are you doing, bitch? You know, if these people I'm thinking of a British singer in particular that I'm not going to say the name of, but mm, um, if you if they was if they said if they came up with a whole skin, a skin tone darker, people would have things to say, Actually, maybe not, um, but. It's just like little, minuscule things that are so... I would say small, but so kind of arguable that I think people wouldn't... Um, what's the word? They wouldn't find fault in it. Or they wouldn't understand the nuances and the, the, the technicalities of it. Um, but black girls do. And I think a lot of people are jealous of black women and are just aura. You know, and they try and emulate it in very small ways like i'm gonna get my nails done i'm gonna get a weave put in i should do users. you know i'm gonna start wearing baggy of clothes or i'm start- gonna start doing things in a certain way um because they're jealous of the aesthetic and it's like again if it wasn't if it didn't erase people and i'm very much mimicking what uh What's that girl's actual name? It's look at 4 I'm mimicking what she's saying and this is something like that. She said, if you weren't erasing black people in the process, people wouldn't have a problem with it. Or would have less of a problem with it. Because I would still have a problem, but whatever. Like, if you didn't erase black girls and just say that you're the innovator of this certain style, we wouldn't have a problem with it. But you do, and that's where the issue is. Um, And if I, my issue is, not only don't you raise people, but then you gaslight and commodify it as well. Like, you start to commodify black girl cool. You start to commodify, like, something that doesn't belong to you. Um, And you just run with it and just say that you're an innovator. I don't like that that's where I start, that's where I started to find issue because there are so many kind of missed opportunities, and if we go back to the email black thought situation, it's the same thing, um, you know, this Isaiah person got paid to do certain things, got paid to be part of campaigns, got paid to be part of other things, because if you don't know the situation, like, email black thought was really big on the internet, was really, really big, like, was, like, kind of almost like a pinnacle time like they started trends they ran things you know um and like the issue was is that like you know you took the opportunity away from other black people um and like i i i'm on the fence about you know screw about these kind of things because it's always going to be the case um but it's like it all is because of jealousy I think is my point it's all because they want to be part of something they want to have the conversations they want to um, have the nails have the hair they want to have the makeup styles they want to have the kind of skin tone they want to have the access to spaces that they normally wouldn't have access to they want to have access to the money you know that they wouldn't normally have access to because there is money in it you know when you peel some black you try to emulate a black woman But they just don't want black women involved. And that's the dangerous side about jealousy. That's the dangerous side about jealousy. and That's what kind of frustrates me. And it's the same with people who maybe aren't as big as these people. Because you could argue, well, that's just the industry. That's just the way, like, life is. But it happens on a smaller scale too. It happens with other people and... um, People who maybe don't have as lot, much privilege. But it happens with our own people. It happens with black girls as well. And I'm going to be very quick cause I don't know the situation fully. Like, it's just happened. I don't know really the ins and outs of it. I'm going to have to uh, really look at what's happened. But there was a person on social media last week now who... Basically, and again, long story short, she basically said the word sis was a slur. It's not point black period. And this person who said it was gaslighting trans people, because why not? You know, people do that all the time for some fucking reason. Um, Gaslighting trans people were just like, hey, you know, I said what I said. And then this was a while back now, not a few... Now, last week, it kind of, I don't know how, and this is where things get fuzzy, I don't know how it came back in conversation, but it did. And this person, one of the people, was called Feminista Jones, again, don't know this person in the slightest, Um, was kind of defending, because she was friends with this person who said that sis was a slur, and was... Basically, anyway, it's anyway, like, no, she never said that, da, 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 da. And then she was like, maybe she said that, but she's grown and she's all that kind of thing, which, side note, you may have grown, but you might need to still apologise for the things that you did. That could be applied to a lot of people. Um, but yes, like I said, they went back to gaslighting, gaslighting people online, harassing people, obviously trans people, because that's the people they were targeting in the first place. Um, and... You know, I was looking at the situation and it was sad because, again, a lot of people that were trying to gaslight, I was kind of mutuals with. And I think it was just kind of depressing because, like, Feminita Jones, if you don't know, is quite, again, another popular-ish person on social media and in media in general. Um, but with this, it's a bit more nuanced and it's a bit, um, it's a, it's a bit more of a harder conversation to have. Because they take marginalised groups and they kind of think they're entitled to speak for them. You know, because... And I don't know why that is. This is where I'm going to end this episode with a question mark. Because why are you trying to gaslight trans people? What have they done? You know, um, trans women especially. Uh, why are you trying to... Like weaponize or queerness because what's that got to do with anything, you know? Because you want to always be right, because you want to always, you know, have access, you know, have this kind of godlike martyr status. I don't know. That was weird to me. And why does jealousy come into that? Well, it's jealousy and entitlement. I think and I think that's another thing with jealousy is the feel the feeling of you feel entitled to something you feel entitled to be right you feel entitled to have access to these spaces and I think that is something that I was seeing when this kind of whole conversation was going down of you know defending their friend who was being transphobic to be quite blunt was like you felt entitled to say to a group of people actually you're wrong fuck you you know like what? You know, and I argue. I personally argue that I think it is jealousy. I think it is jealousy, um, because again, it's access to something. I'm not the best person to argue to ask to have this conversation, but I'm as a cis woman. I'm seeing that it's entitled of. I want to be in every space. I want to be in every part. I want to have every group of people kind of look at me and see ah you know I want that you know and i I'm, I'm, I'm seeing that's what I'm thinking it is because you know my personal opposite me to Jamil I can't stand the woman god bless her go forth and run but no <laughs> you know and I think it's the same with her it's the same kind of complex that people have I don't want to say it's a godlike complex but it's maybe adjacent to that is this feeling of, I feel entitled to every space around me. Because I can. You know? And why? And, you know, and I think the step before entitlement is jealousy. It's because I want to be in that space. You know? And I probably could bear talk about Jameena Jamil. I've talked about her so much. I don't really care about her. But I think the thing that frustrates me is that, like, it could have been so simple to me, you know? Because why are you always talking for black people, or black women in particular, jamila Jamil, really, you know, why are you always speaking for us, or like saying, or trying to speak to us, or trying to represent us, you know, why do you feel entitled to speak on behalf of black women, or shame black women, or steal their things, or harass black women, or try and demonized black women black trans women especially in recent the recent weeks it's because you're jealous (laughs) it's because you're jealous and i'm gonna come back full circle and promote my own things as i read an article about it i'm gonna link below of like how this kind of jealousy can become dangerous and i want to i want to kind of give it as a warning to kind of everybody else like on us on our level or that don't let jealousy make you become that of Hemelisa Jones or jameela jamil whoever don't make don't let jealousy make you feel like you're entitled to a space or to a thing that is not yours and don't let it like don't let it run like run your life because jealousy has ran these people's lives in maybe smaller ways than others, I'm not comparing the two. Um, but don't let it run your life to the point where you feel like you're entitled to a space that isn't yours. Because you will hurt people on the way. Because the way you exploit people, it hurts people on the way, you know. And it always will hurt, but probably marginalise people more. Always, always, because that's how the system is set up. You know, there's always going to be someone... Like, a space that you're not entitled to. A thing that you're not entitled to. Money that that you do not deserve. Um... Conversation for another day about deserving of money or whatever. Um... You know... I've lost my point. I should end the fucking broadcast here. But there's something... You know, there will always be something that you don't deserve. Um what was I trying to say, I'm trying to say that, at the end of the day, like, don't let that jealousy run you, is what I'm saying, you know, if, like, and it's something that I'm having to do, like, I'm trying to not let myself, like, the jealousy that I have, maybe, um, for people who have more resources than me, run my life, because I'm not gonna then start, um, going to, like, other people, um, like other musicians say if I were to let, let's not say if I were when I start gaining more traction with my music and my brand per se um you know I'm then not going to start like dissing other people and being like yeah bitch you know duh, duh, duh. like I'm not gonna let let it have a chip on my so- shoulder I am gonna talk about the injustices of it all and how I feel like other things could be sp- spoken about more. But I'm not going to do that in the... You know, while putting down other people. Because then I'm going to start hurting people. You know, because I can speak about my experiences of being like, you know, working class musician. But I'm not going to speak on a trans person experiences. I almost did there, but then I caught myself. You know, like... Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I'm trying to get at? Do you know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> don't let jealousy run you. Honestly, just don't. And I'm talking from experience because I just was so... What? I don't think it was even hate. I was just so annoyed <laughs> by people. And it's just, it's just not worth it. It's just not worth it. Anyway, I'm ending the podcast there because I gotta go. I gotta do some things. I gotta... um. What do you call it? What do you call it? Uh, I've got to go work. I've got to do other things. I've got to write some things down. My roommate's coming back with some CDs. And I'm going to get some CDs to play. That's going to be fun. Um, but yeah, anyway, I've got a book off. So that has been the podcast about nothing. Um, you can follow us at nothingpod underscore. Or you could just follow me at DN. Anisha, Anisha London, because I tweet way more than I do on the podcast. But you know, if I'm on the podcast, you know, rate five stars because I need you to rate five stars to kind of get more people to listen. Um, comment and say, Anisha, you're a pile of shit. I don't agree with anything that you said. Cool, whatever. Like, just comment and I want to talk to you more. Um, last really weird call out I would like to talk to someone about fashion would like to talk to someone about fashion because I don't know a lot about fashion I don't know a lot about fashion um but I watched the Alexandra McQueen documentary and it blew my mind I also think that Rihanna is maybe no maybe kind of emulating some of the ways that Alexandra McQueen did certain fashion shows and it is very interesting to see I feel like, I don't know, there's just like my Alex McQueen that I just, I watched a documentary I was like, I love this and I see where things are kind of heading. I also see things where th- some things are falling apart. But, <laughs> yeah, I really like it. But, anyway, um, yeah, anyway, I shall see you on the other side. I will see you on the 9th of March. All right, bye.